Hello, everyone. Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink on the campus of Merrimack College, North Andover, Massachusetts. Have you ever been surfing in a hurricane? That's what that song was. Jimmy Buffett, Surfing in a Hurricane. No, I can't. Great song. I can't say I have, but I agree. Great song. Uh, Score here at the end of two is Boston College 2, Merrimack 1. This is Mike Macknick alongside John Lee. And tonight's second intermission is brought to you, as it always is, by Merrimack Graduate Studies. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Ian Beauchene joins us here from themacreport.com. And, uh, Ian, this game kind of, at least uh, for part of it, seemed like it was following uh, the, the same way as the Lowell game last Saturday night. Merrimack took a one nothing lead in that game as well. At the end of one, had a pretty solid first period of play. Uh, in that game, Lowell, they got the first one. It seemed like you know the other ones followed. They ended up with a scoring four goals. Lowell did last Saturday to take a four one lead at the end of two. Uh, tonight here, you wondered if the same thing would happen, but just two there for BC, and it's a one uh, one goal lead for the Eagles heading into the third period. We'll see whether or not uh, again the, the game follows the same as last week, where it seemed like Merrimack came back in that game and played a, a pretty solid third period. Was, was not able to get it clo- as close as to tie the game up. But your thoughts on the game here tonight? It's been a pretty close battle. Yeah, certainly. You look at you look at the first period and overall you have to be really happy if you're Coach Bork and his staff as far as how you came out. You, they, they worked hard all week on practice and being able to work down low behind the nets and I thought they played really well down there for the first stretch of time uh, in the first period. And again, you, you talk about how things unfolded last week against UMass Lowell here in the second period. And instead of giving up four, they held BC to two. And, and, and that's certainly a positive thing going into the third period. And if things hold the, hold the form like they did last week, you're going to see a Warrior team come out and give a very strong push here on home ice in the final 20 minutes. Yeah, I think one of the things that we've been waiting to see uh, if they would do this, you know, Merrimack's had a, a, a history, I guess, or even a reputation of making this a tough rink to play, but it hasn't necessarily been that way over the last couple of years. Their road record this year is actually better than their home record, and it feels like, you know, if you can see the progression of this team this year under Scott Bork, it feels like if they're going to then get to that next level, part of that is going to naturally involve, you know, they're going to need to have uh, at least a winning record and probably a pretty good record at home. Yeah, they want, you want to make your home ice a tough place for opponents to come in here and, and come out here with two points. You know, unfortunately, like you talk about, it hasn't been that way this year, and it, it hasn't been that way for a couple of years. You know, I, I think it's definitely heading in the right direction. We talk about all the youth that this team has, and looking ahead, you know, if you're looking into a crystal ball, you know, even a year from now, definitely two, you're going to see a team here that, once again, makes this a tough place to play come night in and night out and when, when this place is filled to the rim and because obviously you'll take a look up above us and the stanchions and the rafters are right on top of us the noise reverberates and it comes down and it can make it a very hard place for teams coming in here on the road to communicate and play their kind of hockey effectively Let's talk about this Boston College club. Certainly comes in as advertised. Uh, I know certainly a lot of talent up front. Uh, David Cotton, uh, terrific. Logan Hutsko as well. I mean, that line, you know, if it's not the best line in college hockey, it's certainly right up there. A, a, a pretty darn good line, uh, you know. And then and, and Julius Modela, you can see what he did there, I think, in that second period, helping to kill both penalties. Just very relentless on the forecheck. And when you have guys like that who are scoring points, but they are also getting the job done defensively, helping to, to kill penalties and make 
make your club one of the better penalty killing teams. You know, uh, that that's something that I think uh, throughout history has made BC pretty good. Yeah, I mean they have a number six rank in the country for a reason. You know, and when you get a team that has leadership like Boston College has, you, you get some guys that come back last year. They didn't they didn't go and join up with the ranks of the NHL. They came back to play another year for Coach York at Boston College. You know, it's 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 how you build a program. You're able to convince older guys that you know, hey, look, we have a formula. We're we're heading in the right direction. You know, we come out night in and night out. We make it difficult on other teams. And you know, you look over again. It's the backbone in net. Spencer Knight. You know, he, he spent some time over in the Czech Republic with the U.S. and the World Juniors this past December and into the start of the new year. And you know, he makes it very difficult for teams to score on him. And you know, he makes it easier for those guys playing up front saying, hey, look, I'll come in here and do my job. Just keep, give me line of sight on the puck, and I'll make the saves when I have to. You know, one thing that really stood out to me, so we asked three people about Spencer Knight uh, before and during this game. We talked with both head coaches uh, before this game. We talked with Andy Powers, who does the radio for BC's color, uh, along with John Risch uh, doing the radio for BC. We asked them all about Spencer Knight. You know, give us a couple words to describe what do they think. They all said exactly the same thing, that he's very composed, very mature, you know, beyond his, his age, and he's one of the younger players in college hockey. And, uh, you know, and a guy like that, I mean, it reminds me a lot. I would say, I remember Joe Canada here almost 10 years ago uh, playing at Merrimack, also was a player, a goaltender, who, you know, those goaltenders, it seems the psychology plays such a big part in it, doesn't it? you got to be able to, you give up a goal, you move right on. You know, and you play your position, you, you know, sound very, very sound fundamentally, very talented, and, and Spencer Knight certainly has got all the tools. He's very, very impressive. Yeah, he's he's as good as they come, and I mean, he's earned as many different accolades as he's got up until this point of the year for a reason. I mean, you know, I'm sure things didn't go his way last week down at the Garden for the Bean Pot, you know, and you can see that, you know, that, that can be something that's going to drive a guy like him. You know, you talk about, again, the World Juniors going back to that, you know, he had a couple of games there where, you know, other than maybe a bad bounce here or there, it was basically a, a clean sheet game for him. And I mean, he just owns confidence. It just, it just comes out of him, and it's like he gives the guys in front of him that much more confidence with the way he is in that. Well, when you look around the league, uh, I mean, it's crazy how how tight the race is. It goes back to, I think, 2010. It was very similar that year as well. I think Northeastern missed the playoffs, but they were two or three points out of third or something crazy like that. There were, were a bunch of ties and so on. Uh, I guess, what you know, when you look at the standings in Hockey East, who jumps out at you as far as the teams that you think have uh, are in a pretty good position here? I, I think BC's one of them. That's why I asked. But, you know, how do you see things shaking out here down the stretch? I think it's going to be a typical Hockey East year. You know, it's going to come down to that final night on the final weekend to decide exactly who's going where and who's going to be playing for a chance to go to the Garden. I mean, you talk about Maine. They, they're down 2 nothing right now at home at the Alphon, and that's a place they haven't lost all year. And they're losing to a Connecticut team that's ahead of the Warriors here, so it doesn't exactly help out our cause here. 
but it just shows you that night in and night out, you got to come and play your best hockey in Hockey East. I mean, you look at teams like BC, obviously. I mean, BU started to play a little bit better over the course of the last couple of weeks. They're kind of using the bean pot as a springboard for that. I mean, we saw UMass Lowell in here. That's a team that knows how to finish games later as it comes down to it. But, I mean, also you can't count out Northeastern. I mean, Coach Madigan and his crew there have, have as good of a program as they've had in the last couple of years with some of the upperclassmen that they have there. So I'm really excited to see what's coming ahead with the rest of the uh, regular season and then certainly once the calendar turns over to March and we get time for the playoff. Yeah, here's the funny thing. Northeastern comes in if the season ended today, which of course it doesn't. They'd miss the playoffs. They could end up in you know, third, second. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Ian, thanks so much for joining us here. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. I know you have to get back down below, so have a good call the rest of the night. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good third. All right. Ian Boshane, our guest here from the MacReport.com. The score at the end of two periods of play. It is Boston College 2, Merrimack 1. Back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.